and welcome along to the latest edition of Christchurch Escapes podcast, Locked In With. My name is Ash Gibson, I'm a pastor down at Christchurch Escape, and in each one of these episodes, we're talking to people about how they're coping in light of this pandemic that has struck us all. And we're just going to chat to people about how they're getting on, if they've got any tips or any wisdoms to share with us. Today, we are locked in with uh, one of our members, Matt Looney. Welcome, Matt Looney. Thank you for having me. It's, it's so nice to have you. Thanks for doing this. Um, I, I feel like I know you pretty well. I, Actually, I don't know. I feel, yeah, I feel like I do. I know you quite well, but I'd love help. So could you give us five words that might give us, you know, an insight into the true nature of Matt Looney. Give us a look behind the door. Okay. I was just thinking this just then when you were doing the intro, I suddenly thought, oh, no, I should have, of all the questions that I should have come up with answer for. No, these would be better. Um, these will be way better if you've just got to. <laughs> for being off the cuff, unprepared. Um, five, well, first and foremost, probably uh, Scouse. Consider myself Scouse. It's a, it's a good coverall. Scouse. Do you know what, that, what yeah. does that mean? What does what does it mean to be? Um, uh, talks too much, likes to try and say something funny as much as possible. Um, kind of confident in your own opinion, fairly friendly. Would have thought. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd left left leaning. These are all things that I think These of are as all scouts. I know not everybody scouse. in Liverpool is left leaning, but that's uh, yeah, they're they're yeah. things that I think of as typically scouts. Yeah. Okay, that's really helpful. Scouse, number one, we're off. Well, why, what, would you, what would you think? What would you think of as scout? What's what springs to mind when you think scout? Please don't go down a nineteen eighties theft route. I think I would be. I, I guess I don't know. I base it on the people I know from Liverpool, and I would say normally good at football, like either really loves football or good at football. And yeah, I had a, oh, I had a few customers that were always sort of yeah happy to chat in those words that you've described so they were always very ebullient and had they yeah they were generally funny i would think it must be tough if you're a scouser and you're not funny i think you're up against it because you're you're <laughs> you know you're in, you're in the few but yeah that's that's very often that sounds so like a, a warning for me yeah no yeah yeah you better be funny um so you're a scouse i'm not less i'm not that good at football that my yeah and I, and I felt like that for a, like a long a long time growing up. You're definitely closer to the top of the pile, I think, as as a scouser if you if you are good at football. Right. Okay. Scouse. Um, how else? Uh, I am than just scouse. Yeah, I've realised I am a cliche. I love cliche because all the all the things that just all the stereotypical things that a white middle class man would be. I am all those things. I like to have a beer. I like to watch football. There's a whole list of things. I, oh, uh, sometimes I just catch myself When did it think, dawn on you that you were a? When did it dawn on you that you were a cliche? And what did you, <laughs> what did you? What was your reaction? Were you like, oh well, or did you think I need to run from this? Uh, yeah, no, my reaction was I need to. Actually, my third, yeah, my third word. I'd say I am contrary as well. My wife will say I am contrary. Like I always try and take the opposite view. I always. I don't like to be a cliche. And for a while, yeah, I think I probably did go against those things. So you are a cliche, but you are contrary also. Contrary cliche, that's a terrible mixture. Yeah, Um, Yeah, it could could like, it could mean anything, couldn't it? You're a (laughs) 
Yeah, well, no, maybe maybe it is. Maybe it's a good. Maybe it is a good description. A, a contrary yeah. cliche. So you resist. You resist the pattern of life that um, is before you. Yeah, I think early on, on some levels, like as a, as a younger kid, I think, I, like I was far from a cliche. So I think that probably set the tone for being contrary. I was okay with the fact that I was very different as a really young boy. I did ballet instead of going and playing football. So all my mates from school went and played football on a Saturday morning, and I went and did three hours of ballet, tap, jazz, dancing. But I was okay with that. And uh, that early part of my life was far from cliche. And I think I've just become average white male. And I find that really disappointing <laughs> because of my contrary nature. I think, oh, you should be better than that. You should be different. But like, be I think maybe there. because of your contrary nature, you're just more aware of it and fighting against it. Yeah, Or maybe. continue to fight against it. So you've got two more words left to encapsulate two the heart more words. of you. Um, Arty. I'm trying to think of a better word to describe that, but I, I like the arts. I'm a big supporter of the arts. I like being creative. I love singing. I love playing guitar. I love dancing. I love galleries and I love the theatre. I love film. I like anything, anything creative and artistic, I love it. You like doing it and you like being being moved by it, both things. Yeah, I don't, I don't like doing all of it. Um, well, like you and I went to the Poetry night, the Red Shed. I love going to the Red Shed. I love listening to poetry, but I am not a writer of poetry. I've never been one. I'm not very good at it. Um, but you like but I love consuming it. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love I love reading poetry. I love listening to it. Um, even the really bad stuff. I love, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> even the bad stuff. Well, that, yeah. You must even be. the bad stuff. Well, part of that is the fact that I, I really admire anyone who can just be openly creative, particularly when people are like making works of art that are about themselves or about their own situation. It's just a really um, vulnerable thing to do. And I have huge respect yeah. for anybody who can do it. Cause I've tried, I, like I've, I've written songs, but I have, I've played one song publicly of my own in my entire life. Cause I wouldn't dare like the stuff I write about. I just don't want other people to, to hear. Yeah. So, so yeah. I've got it, you are very exposed, aren't you? Cause you go to a place to oh, create that is, yeah, you you are very vulnerable because you're talking about something deep, deep within you, and you, yeah. yeah, it does feel like you're completely exposed when you. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've I've written a few poems. Um, I've got a collection of poems about newsreaders. Actually, I think I've told you this before. That's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I still haven't heard. I want to hear. But I haven't. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to hear hear them yeah and yeah we'll you do leave church. yourself out there because you leave yourself vulnerable to people saying oh that's not i think the worst thing would be that's just not very good or <laughs> the other thing is you realize that you've said something deeply personal about uh, your your perspective so yeah it is a is a brave thing so but yeah being arty is i think probably aligned with you know being a bit brave and being an emotive maybe an emotive type All right one more word yeah 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 well i'll have that i'll have emotive i think i am quite and i've become more and more ridiculously emotional i like to think i'm not that old i'm only just into my 40s but i just i, I don't know maybe it's circumstance over the last year as well but i i can i can cry at the slightest thing and yeah and i, re I really really feel for, for for everyone i painfully feel sometimes hearing about other people's situations or uh yeah or seeing something tragic or um painful it, yeah have you always had that, or is that so? This is no, no, I don't think so. Age. 
Yeah, I think probably development with age. I actually think since becoming, as I became a dad seven years ago, um, and yeah, since then, definitely like way more anxious. It's not like I didn't have empathy before, but I, I think I've become more empathetic and just scared for people. I never had that before. Really frightened yeah. for, for people, just, just anxious generally. Oh, okay, so it's, it sounds like two things to me. It sounds like you're... I wasn't trying to cheat. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not <laughs> picking you up. It's, it's really helpful to, but I think just the ang- anxiety and empathy that come along at the same time, maybe maybe they are things that maybe as you have kids or as you see more of the world or as you consider more of the world, both those things can happen. You can get more anxious and... Yeah, and, and at one point, like I'd have... Drawn at one point, into... I would have looked at people who were um, empathetic and thought it was really, a, re- a really positive thing. Like, it's great that somebody can be that emotional and really open with how they feel and... Um, clearly they care about people a lot and and now I just think not not to go into too deeply but certainly three or four years ago I was properly depressed as a result of it just just horribly anxious all the time and now, now I just think it's not necessarily a, it's not that empathy positive. is a bad thing but being that worried yeah it's just not it's a terrible it's the worry I suppose that's that's the key and it's not allowing that empathy to tip over into anxiety and worry and fear and all those negative things that are definitely not from God well, but then it does, I think, just as you were saying that there, I was thinking of um, a verse that often stops me in my tracks. Um, it says a couple of times about Jesus that he was full of compassion and he stopped. You know, it says that quite a lot. Whenever, you know, often he's he's on his way somewhere and then filled with compassion, he finds himself stopping and acting. And it does it does give you a measure of his character that when we when we get filled with compassion, there's, there's almost a limit, isn't there? So sometimes I get that if I'm watching you know, one of these fundraisers, comic relief or something like that, I'll see somebody else's oh, circumstances yeah. and I'll think I'm struggling. You know, I, I want to protect my kids from seeing life can get like this or I want to protect myself or there's only so much I can take to know that the world gets yeah. so, so rough and that you, yet you see Jesus and you go, or at least I go, man, he, he always, he's always stopping. He's always, he doesn't reach a point in his 33 years where the compassion runs out. So anyway, yeah. I've, uh, I've made, that's the, that's the preacher just tripping him in there apologies for that line but yeah <laughs> don't, it, don't it, apologize it, for it. it did it popped straight into my head as, as you were talking about that that level of compassion and so are you do you i'm guessing then you try and just manage it a little bit now or are you just aware of it yeah yeah um yeah just uh, just aware of it and just practicing giving things up and not okay, cool. not just holding it all on your own shoulders that is the that's the beauty of it i, I caught myself the other day because um ed our oldest boy I'm hoping he's not outside the door listening. But he was, um, yeah, he's been really worried about it. just stuff he shouldn't be worried about. And I said to him just while he was lying in bed, clearly very worried about these things, really upset about these things. And I just said to him, well, you know, Jesus cares about all these things. And he does say, just cast it all on him. Just give it give it to him because he cares for you. And as I was saying, it was one of those things of, I know we all have it as Christian parents. You think, I'm giving these words of advice and I mm. don't do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, was, it like choked me at the time because I thought, this is terrible. Like, I, I know this stuff and I can offer it as advice, but I'm not really quick to do it. But that is the practice and it does help with my own worries and fears and yeah, just just giving well, it up, just giving it over. You don't have to worry about it. It's great advice. I, I share your pain with the kids. I think um, you're, I guess, I don't know what you <laughs> old your kids are, but your kids, my kids have reached an age now where I don't just realize it. They actually tell me that I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I don't do it. Preach. So. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly right. So Matt, 
I know about you that you're a Christian. I know that you're married to Liz. I know yep. that you're a father of three. And I know a few other yep. bits and bobs as well. I know that you're an actor. And I know that you're a footy fan. I'm trying to think. And I would say quite a good footballer as well, even though you're been humble about that. But I don't no, I don't know how all that comes together. How did you yeah, how did you come to be where you are living in Wakefield right now? Can you oh. can you bottom that in one if you had to condense down all of those things I've just yeah. spoke about there, could you put them into one sentence that says here's why here's oh, why I am one, here? One sentence. Yeah. Um, well that's the that's the uh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to boil all that down in one sentence. Um, I it's going to have got some here. In this sentence, I, isn't it? I got here by accident. That's that's probably it. I got here by accident. Everything from uh, from me turning fifteen to now, uh, like the not life choices. I I didn't re I didn't make those choices. I kind of did, but not knowingly. It's all it all just seems like an accident. A happy accident. Though. I can go in. I can go into more detail, but <laughs> I'm trying to keep it as a sentence. No, it's I, just... I, I'm. You've, you've, yeah. And I, I've sort of called you on that and said, look, this is, you know, one sentence. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I can looking back, I can see how that stuff works out. You, I'm, I don't know how you met Liz, but I'm guessing you meet, you meet Liz. You make a decision about education or something like that. You make a decision about career, and actually, before you know it, all this stuff happens, and then you live in the life of a cliched white, yeah. white man in in, yeah. uh, in the posh part of Wakey. At least that, that's what I'd In say. the posh part of Wakey. It is the posh part of Wakey. <laughs> oh, come on. Anyway. So how did that you get to X Church then? Me. How did you get to join? Uh, what happened What happened there? Because uh, we're so glad to have you and Liz and the guys that come along with you. Um, but how did <laughs> how did it first happen? What was your way in? Uh, because without going into too much detail, we, we were just unhappy at our previous church. A lot of things had changed there and a lot of the teaching had changed there and we we didn't feel like we were growing there and then we were we just started a family and we wanted to, to find somewhere where we thought we could stay for a long time and where the kids could grow. And we knew Danny and Laura and uh, they'd said previously, like a long time before, they said, oh, you should come, and come to our church. So we just came along and... Um, were really welcomed, and I found other scousers there, which is always a bonus. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad. Think of like small world because, um, yeah, like Rachel's dad used to be the minister at my mum and dad's church before we went there. Just the a minister at their church, and that was like of all the places. A happy coincidence to find um, some kindred spirits. Well, I'm really glad all that. Um, accidentally fell into place we're really um, thankful that you rocked up um so i want you to imagine something um and it's going to take a jump um but bear with imagine imagine you you are a creative yeah so imagine a world where almost out of the blue uh you know a virus a a virus (laughs) sparks up um and just completely consumes everybody's mind um everything that we can do you know the way that we live meaning that we're yeah. all confined to our homes um for the foreseeable i'm going to ask you a few questions about how you would cope uh, in those circumstances so i want to know first of all who are you who are you locked in with who do you share this confinement with right 
not not by choice. There's two is actually who is physically who am I stuck with? Who are you st- stuck with? Yeah. Yes, I'm stuck with Elizabeth, Liz, my my wife, my beautiful wife, I should say, um, my and my three boys, Edward, who is seven, and and our twins, Stanley and Oliver, who are fifteen months younger than him. That's the game. And do you call her Elizabeth often? No. 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 <laughs> is I it call when you're Liz angry? Or I try and <laughs> no. Not even when I'm angry, I wouldn't call her. Her mum calls her Eliza. I'd occasionally call her Eliza. But Liz, Liz is the good. Liz. Liz, or whatever angry name (laughs) comes to mind. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, So you've got one more delivery um, from Amazon. One more delivery that you can have, um, thinking that you might be locked in, you know, Potentially forever, you've got one thing that the guy with the van can bring to the door. Right. I've got to clarify this. Is this like over and above our general shopping delivery? It's just like nothing else is going to get delivered to your door. This is. If you, if you <laughs> like, could should have... I choose, should I choose like twenty kilos of rice just so that we can stay alive? <laughs> no, I. So I think let's no. I'll sorry, that's helpful. I'll clarify the question. So Amazon, who feel like they've got a stronghold on the market, Ooh, they've cornered yeah. the delivery market big yeah. time. But you, they, they, in terms of your deliveries from them, so you can, yeah, you can get fruit and vegetables. You're not going to starve okay. on the back of this. Okay. But you, in terms of Amazon, you can go them, and they've got lots of stuff. They're the only people I can think of who've got everything. Pretty much, mm. I think I can't. Yeah, think yeah. Of, I can't imagine there's anything you couldn't get from them. So you've got one more chance to get them. Otherwise, and they've they've written to you and said, "Look, we're we're just fed up with the loonies. You know this this you know this the pretentious. <laughs> yeah, they are here become, every day. You've become cliched. We're not coming. We're not going to visit you anymore. <laughs> you've just got enough. one last thing that we will do for you. That we will bring to your oh, door. Last, last. So what's delivery. it going to be? Um, last delivery. I feel like I shouldn't go for food because we can get food. Um, oh, got... guitar. A guitar? I'm yeah, assuming I'm, in the, guitar. I'm in the market. For, no, yeah, I have got a guitar, but I'm in the market for a new guitar now. Yeah. So you could... So if I could only get one more thing delivered, that yeah, that would be it. If you don't mind me saying, just thinking yeah. of your three lovely children... Oh, who cares about them? Ash, they, they've got their own stuff. Yeah. You've had so have, many Amazon deliveries. You could have a hot tub. You could have, yeah. you know, an outdoor house. You could have, if, like, a trampoline. Ash, but if, no, they, if they want a happy dad while we're locked in, then... That's the price. I'm, I'm going to need a toy, yeah. A guitar from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well... No, you're right. No, I've already got a guitar. That's terrible, isn't it? No, I... I that's the only thing that springs to mind. Though. I can't think of it's, anything good for I the think whole the family. premise of the question is exactly that. What's I think it works best when you think... You're just trying to out me as a selfish person. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was the premise. Yeah, yeah. See they, if he chooses something like for these questions. Family. It looks like these questions are just thrown together, but actually I've Be used warned. Be all warned of people. my psychological training. <laughs> it's it's uh, profiling. And yeah, it's profiling. And I've established now... Um, You're selling this information. Yeah, so that no, yeah, (laughs) I can quite imagine the guitar bringing great solace. I play guitar and I'm not very good, but I do find it one of the most relaxing things. But I have to, I I soon, I quickly drive people to distraction. If I play for more than twenty minutes, people ask me to cease. 
playing. So <laughs> have you I tried think, tuning it? <laughs> no, I think maybe just getting lessons would uh, would be helpful. <laughs> um, so speaking of music, has has there been anything that has um, or anything that you've listened to that's really got you through, or anything that's sort of about like a band that you've newly become attracted to, or like just a couple um, of lines in a song, anything like that that's that's been a help? Not really songs. I've, am I am I allowed podcasts to listen to? Yes, yeah, we've had a few podcasts. Yeah, because I have listened to. I mean, I, I used to listen to podcasts anyway. Um, I'm a big lover of podcasts. I used to listen to the Adam Buxton podcast, which, if you've not listened to, that is the king of all podcasts. We'll try and um, add it uh, in the comments. Oh, below. Adam, Adam, Adam I, Buxton. I, I need to say I don't even know who he is. Adam, so did you do you ever remember the Adam and Joe show? Nineties t- late night TV. I feel like I to, should. It sounds, it sounds the tiniest bit familiar, but I'm more afraid that if I'd say I've not heard of it, it's going to out me as well, being less, not, not cool. So You weren't cool in the 90s. There you go. Yeah. So um, Adam Buxton. Adam Buxton. Adam Buxton. And this is just a really good podcast because he interviews a really broad range of people and he gets some properly high profile people. He's one of these fellas. He's got like, he's got loads of very famous friends. And so his network is huge very cool well he's been he's been releasing extra stuff so like the last few years he he'd maybe released like one new interview a month or over a six month period he'd do like one every other week but yes during lockdown he's been deliberately doing more and more and more just so that people have got more to listen to and he's yeah well, he's we helped have, me out we have well yeah. that's great maybe like on the back of this a few people will tune into that and get a lift uh, to their spirits so yeah. We're on to the bit, Zoom call. It can be a bit question. sweary. I should, I should warn you. Can, it can be a bit sweary. So, right. so yeah. this, you, choose wisely. Yeah, yeah it's one of, that's one of those moments, isn't it? I don't know if you have this where you recommend, you heartily do the recommendation. <laughs> and then you've got, to watch, you've got to watch it with your father or your kids or something yeah. like that. Or, yeah, I didn't know. It's, or you say, it's not normally like this. That's what will happen if somebody go and listen to the Adam Buxton yeah. podcast and he, he starts yeah, swearing. I, do, I also listen to Atletico Mints, but. I, I did make a mistake of listening to one of those and then saying to somebody else, oh, it's really, it's really funny. And uh, there's somebody from, from back home who, who was a Christian. And then, um, yeah. And then I listened to some of the others and it got so blue. I was like, oh, why have I, why have I recommended this? Yeah. You want to undo that. That's the Bob Martin one, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Right, it's okay, very funny, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not very, Polite. So let's just be clear. We're not, rec- <laughs> we're not recommending. We're not recommending athletic just, Don't listen. Yeah, <laughs> don't. this is. Yeah, we're not recommending that one. Uh, no. It's very funny, but try and avoid it. <laughs> is yeah. that what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, um, I've vetted right, it okay. for you. Don't go there. So the Zoom call question. So you've got. Um, we're all pretty zoomed out, but Zoom again. Another bunch of people that have done very well out of the lockdown. Yeah, you've got a Zoom call, and you can have. And I'd be, I'd, I hope you haven't prepped for this. I'd love to hear who you're going to come up with off the top of your head. You've got three Bible characters um, who you can have with you on the Zoom call. Who would you have? Why would you choose these three characters? And what would you call the, the Zoom call? Okay. Um, and they don't have to be connected, do they? they, they that's how they no, connect. That's the, they have a that's chat the on the be- Zoom call. The beauty of the question hmm. is that it's, um, it transcends uh, the confines even of the internet and it goes out further than that so you can have whoever you would like from okay. the bible um david king david you start with king david yeah any reason is it is it his guitar 
Ah, uh, he's just no, no. He's just to me like he is the everyman. He, he he makes all the mistakes and does all the greatest things. He just seems to cover all bases in a bad he, way. He cover the bases, a lot of the time, yeah. The highs and the lows. Yeah, and he's seen it and uh, poverty, riches, the whole lot. Yeah, um, the right friendships, loneliness. Yeah, just ev- everything. And he had a, a, what seems to be a good relationship with God, or at least a close relationship with God. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess we don't know all the story, but close relationship with yeah. God in the ups for a, for a time, and then a close relationship with God in the downs. Yeah, and yeah, and, he, and I think that, I think you could describe him as RT as well. That might yeah, that might be an understatement. You know, probably yeah, in terms of his, on, the definitely. work of the Psalms, you know what I mean. That's um... yeah. We don't know whether the tunes are any good. Do we? <laughs> no, awful. no, we're not awful. Just monotone. They should all just be done monotone. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. So poetry. Did, did, yeah, not, David. Not bad. Yeah, that's that's a quote <laughs> for the for the podcast. Not bad poetry. The Psalms. Right? Not the, bad you know, poetry. The Psalmist. Yeah. All right, so you've got David, it's you and David. So you're on first, yeah. you two are chatting away. And, ha- and then. Yeah, it'd have to be David later on, though. It'd have to be after he's had all that experience. So you wouldn't want him as a out. shepherd boy. You Not want him. really. No. You want to have chat with the old man, David. Yeah. Yeah, like near the end, David, just looking back on it all. A couple of weeks before death. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll give him that. Give him that. Yeah. So he's got time for other stuff as well after speaking to me. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't want that Zoom chat to be his last thing. That, that would yeah. be terrible. Yeah, just 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 near the <laughs> near the end, near the end. No, not not. Yeah, we won't want it to be a, a sad call, would we? we you know, we want it to be looking back. You're not looking joyfully, too good, David. Like, Should we say goodbye? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm going to end this now. So you've got David, you and David, and then there's David. two other people you can add to the add to the chat. You think, oh, we should add these people. While we're on, David, we should add also yeah. Jesus, surely. I know it sounds Sunday school answer, but surely, do you know what? Actually, Jesus, Jesus, when he was a, a kid, I would All like right. to have a chat to. Like Jesus, early teens. I'm loving the specificity that this that this question has now produced. So you've gone because well, I just not just people, but actual points of people's lives in, the, in, the, in that place in time. Yeah, just is that I find okay? him is that specific. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's a nice twist on the question. Actually, it's a helpful. We've had we've had this question asked maybe six, seven times. It's nice that we've moved into a new sort of zone with it. That's really cool. So Jesus <laughs> as so we don't we don't hardly know anything. Well, we don't know lots about Jesus. No, that's. That's my point, and I think like I was, I was conflicted enough as a teenager, as are most teenagers, I think. But um, yeah, just want to know how much he was aware of, and how much he was aware of what had gone before, and like yeah, that's the question. There's just so much to ask. Like, how do do you know? Do you fully appreciate who you are? Like, what are you are you actively avoiding sinful places and? situations and how do you feel about like learning a skill becoming a carpenter if you know you're just not going to do it you'll do it for a bit of time but it's not going to be the most important how, like how do you get on with practicing that knowing that it's not actually that important because i'd be terrible i'd have just given up that's amazing what you're saying is there'd just be a million questions that you'd want to ask oh yeah who's coming to terms yeah. with how aware of you are your deity what's the and what does yeah. that mean for you and how was it told him as well like i would want to be really nosy about that and know like what 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 did your mum and dad tell you and what's his relationship like with joseph and what are the chats that go on in that household 
because it's not like I don't know. Can you just have average everyday dinner time chat, or does it all come back to the fact? Oh, by the way, we're sat it does on a strike table me with the it, Son of God. Yes, it does strike me though that yeah, I guess I don't know him as a, there's not much to read of him as a child, but as a, as in his ministry for the last three years, he does seem to do a lot of a lot of chat. Do you know what I mean? He does he does yeah, seem yeah. to be in in the moment. You know. I think he he sort of he's, he covers both bases, doesn't he? He is the the son of God, but at the same time, he, you know, he's very much like he's got dust in his feet and he's tired out and he cries and you know yeah. all, this, all this stuff. So yeah, I guess I guess exploring the the beauty of that concept is is where your questions would be. So you've got David and Jesus, you've gone you've gone up high with that with that yeah, so combo. Who else would add a different flavour to this? To this Zoom um, chat. I don't know. There are loads of like what seems to be inconsequential people in all of the major Bible stories that I'd like to have a Look, chat with. The minor characters that just get just, well, an odd, just to the get there. I think particularly the people who are down as baddies. Like, I want to know what what is going on in your head when you make those decisions. If you know, we've not had a baddie. Nobody's picked a, a baddie. And I've never, all right, I'll I've go never, with the I've never even thought of them as as baddies. But I know you. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, there are. There is a sense in which there. Yeah, you you feel like I can't have them on the Zoom call. It'd be a bit tough for them yeah. being on the Zoom call, wouldn't it? Well, it might, it might be a good conversation though. But, you know, yeah, there you go. You got Jesus on with you, so have a chat about what you were, what were you yeah. thinking, pilot. <laughs> oh yeah, but it is a really the back. I think one of the reasons the Bible's so interesting is because you have a real hard time dividing up the goodies and the baddies because so many yeah. of the you like look at half the goodies have killed somebody or have done horrific you know yeah. horrific things if you were to describe yeah. them as goodies. Do you know what I mean? So it is. But I know I know like the pantomime. The Bible does present you with some pantomime villain. Yeah, because there are those people who I there are those people that I kind of feel sorry for. They become collateral damage, like. Um, well, like Goliath, you think like he's he's a soldier. Clearly, his his unique selling point is he's, he's a, a big lad, and he can handle himself <laughs> in the US, fight. He's USP. Yeah, yeah. big lad. So and so, it's probably right that you know he's presumably born Philistine, and he it's right that he goes and fights for them, and then he ends up just becoming like a cautionary tale about don't mess with his rights because we're at That's no an point. I don't think was he shout. doing. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't th- at any point was he was he going? I'm gonna. Well, I don't know. He don't know his mind, do you? I, I was going to suppose what he was going on in his mind, but but I, I could presume that he might only be doing his job, yeah. And that maybe all he had going for himself was he was big it's and nice. he was good in a fight. So that's where he ends up. Yeah, and and he encounters and the then, shepherd boy who's got God on his side. Yeah, yeah. He, his death is like a, a mockery, really. That would know. be a chat, wouldn't it? Chat yeah. would what what would that? <laughs> yeah, what would that? Well, yeah, I mean, did you think through? Did, yeah, could be a bit orcs. That's the, that's the expression, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Sorry, yeah. could be a I bit orcs, but <laughs> no. Yeah, I, th- I think it's about super interesting how anybody encounters God. How these different tribes, sort of, the the stories of the Old Testament. They saw there's so much harshness to that as as. As I guess we're shown the nature of God and who God is, but there are these fall guys, aren't there, that yeah. seem left in the wake, and you think, is is he got redemption? Is there redemption for him? What you know, yeah. he seems to have just wandered into it. And I guess the answer, if we know anything about God, is yes. Um, I guess, and I guess, some part of understanding the Bible is realizing that it's, you know, 
it's inspired by God and we are being told these stories that shape our thinking. And there's a sense mm-hmm. in which they really happened and also that they inform us about who God is and, you know, what people are like. And it's marrying that up can be really tricky sometimes. Um, but yeah, oh, would, yeah, you'd have to call the the chat goodies and baddies then. or Goodies and baddies. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and you, you'd have to spend a lot yeah, of time. Because David can be both. He's, he's goody and baddie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is about I think what now I hold on to about Christianity is if the if you can even conceive of such a thing, and I know we're stretching the limits of our imagination a lot yeah. here in a lot of respects, but Jesus <laughs> would, is a, such a character that you could be sure that um, his wisdom and his empathy and his compassion would would his make wit. it the greatest Zoom chat of all time. And yeah, you know, I do I do but, find a lot of what Jesus says quite witty. I'm not sure whether it absolutely was intended to be but there's some good kind put downs that I think oh that is that is the perfect thing to say in that situation yeah yeah. just cut somebody down but cut them down kindly it's like to be able to do that is uh, is is one of the amazing things it's one of the things I enjoy reading reading about Jesus yeah and it's because it's one of those things you think how do you do that how do you challenge somebody and and it be right and not not make it you know not destroy them you know yeah, yeah. Them up, which is what he does all right yeah. so the, we've done the zoom call we've got two questions left so you've yeah, got okay. you've got through you're still here you're still in one piece after i don't know 15 months of lockdown or 12, Oof, 12, 12 yeah. months of lock, whatever it is um okay. is there anything that you've is there anything that this 12 months has taught you about life you know is there any wisdoms that you've picked up along the way um, no, we've had not some really, really funny I... answers for this. We've had some really, really funny answers. Some just like very regular. I think somebody said. I think maybe the last podcast, Ian Goodson mm-hmm. said, just the benefits of a big shop. I think that was. Yeah, yeah. So that, some uh, of the lessons are quite earthy. I was listening to that in the car and and wholeheartedly agreeing with him. We need to stop shopping for the bits. Just get a big shop, and that, that's get a it. Big shop. Yeah. Don't, don't rare, rare bit of wisdom from the pastor of Grace Church. Yeah, yeah. If you take nothing else from that man's life, it's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, get, just get a bit. Just get a bit. So if we take nothing else from your life, uh, the oh. wisdom that you've gleaned. And I, what I've done there is I've heaped the pressure on. I've gone, tell us something amazingly insightful um, that everyone listening will go, ah. Yeah. Yes. Pens at the ready. Pens at the ready, yeah. people. All that sort of stuff. Um, no, it's not. But I think I appreciate more our our immediate surroundings. I definitely appreciate more. I think everyone went for little walks from their house mm. as a family, which like never never do before. Um, but yeah, definitely our our immediate surroundings. I I know better than I did for two years. Right? Can you imagine like, suggesting it to the ki- the kids or your family oh, before yeah. lock? No, before lockdown, like three years before lockdown. <laughs> yeah. like, guys, I've had an idea. Yeah. Why don't we just, you know that, you know, the little three streets down, then there's a little ginnel that we can go through and then a field. Yeah. Fancy, yeah. fancy, do, fancy doing that. They'd all just go, what? That's, that's oh. not a way to spend an afternoon. I'm not going to do that one single time, let oh, alone. Let's, let's don't, we just walk past loads of parked cars and we can look at the fronts of other people, people's houses. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then you just tell them we're tired and we'll turn around and do the whole thing backwards. And yet it's become this beautiful learning experience for people to go and walk where they live 
So what is yeah. that? That's like you're in the moment, you're seeing where you live, you've got a bit more time, you can explain stuff to the family, you can is it that kind of stuff? Is that why it's become a nice thing? I think it's also like when I lived in Liverpool, I saw a lot of Liverpool and I knew a lot about Liverpool, but I didn't do everything. And since moving away from Liverpool, like if we go back to visit and I go and see my mum and dad, we'll go to those places that were I otherwise probably wouldn't have gone to if I was living there. It's the same. We've got friends who live in London and they'll tell me how amazing London is and what a wealth of things there is to do there. And there is, but they don't do any of them because they live in London. So, you know, they see those things as the tourist thing. And it's, there you go. That'd be my, my bit of wisdom then. Treat, treat your local area as a, as a tourist. That's really awful. I think in some respects we've found, we've seen, you, you just see creation again. I think a little, I think part of it for me has been that just that recognition. Oh, we live in a world. We live in a climate that's got seasons. We live. Yeah. You know, sunsets are are mind blowing and and beautiful. And the the idea of uh, kinship and friendship that's a really beautiful thing. Touch the idea of touch yeah. and hugging. We really miss that. You know, all that all that sort of stuff has just be, you can, there's been so much to learn um, from doing that. So that's yeah, that is I think. Even though I, I led you down a difficult path by saying, give us some wise insight. I think you've met the challenge. It is, it is insightful. No, no worries. In fact, we talked about sound <laughs> effects like before, didn't we? And I forgot yeah, about yeah. the sound effect machine. So that's definitely worth a, a moment. Is that, of, is that applause or is that somebody twisting bubble wrap? It's heartfelt applause. Thank you. Um, for a great answer. And it wasn't because you haven't been super interesting all the way through. It was what happens again. I put the sound effects. I'm waving the sound effects uh, machine at Matt here for the listener. I just put it at the other side of the desk and forgot about it again. So you've been super insightful the whole time. My last question is, I know that you're a Christian and I'm just kind of wondering how you've got on with faith in this. You know, what's what role has faith played for you? How's 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 it going? How's it gone? Those sorts of things. I am. Um, <clears throat> this probably hasn't changed during lockdown. I am. I'm just. A, I'm not a very good Christian in practice. Like I don't. Again, it's just a cliche. I'm, I'm just a cliche. In that. Like, I, I don't pray as often as I should. I don't read the Bible as often as I should. Um, I don't go to God quick enough with problems. Yeah, just all the cliches, all the things that happen as a result of being a fallen human being I, I tick all those boxes and that I don't think that's changed during lockdown like our situations have become different hmm. circumstances have maybe changed slightly but I'm, I'm still still the same I, guy I'm still not I think I've contemplated God and God working things out a bit more probably yeah there's been more time to think for some yeah probably not for everyone but yeah but I yeah yeah I, there's been more time to think about what effect God is having in various situations. I think I've got a bit quicker at doing that. Not not necessarily coming to any conclusion, but at least thinking, where is where is God in this? What what is supposed to be going on here? But now, like so many things, I should have got better at during lockdown. Oh, I've I've got more time. I should probably spend more of that time reading about God. And I, I rarely get around to doing that. I've been at home more and putting the boys to bed more often like this is the this is the first year in my working like was well, first year since i was 18 that i haven't had to work away from home so i've had a full year of being in my own bed every night and and with that has come like putting the boys to bed 
every night and we pray with them as they go go before they go to sleep and i've enjoyed that more and more i've enjoyed the and, it, and it's like a it's a really childish practice isn't it but um but it's a good one it's just a good practice just just thanking god for the things of the day tell him if you're worried about something ask him for something you need so and, this and, and, and it seems really like... childish they've they've yeah. become my excuse to be childish you know to be to be to go back to that simple approach to just talking to God at least once a day. Well, you call it and childish. I, say, I wonder if it's childlike faith. It sounds to me like similarly with the lessons of lockdown, you've sort of learned or you've encountered, you've been humble enough to say, oh, I've not learned this. I'm encountering this, that some of the simple habits, simple habits such as um, giving thanks, which I think is actually, it's appropriate that we do it, but it's also so good for your health just to, to sort of, yeah be a thankful person and to sort of remember that you can be thankful and but also just the rhythm of putting kids to bed which you know is is, as you've acknowledged is a blessing and not everybody can do and you know it's it's part of life but there is you know this fabulous um uh, lessons for you if if you can be thankful for a year where you've been able to pray with them a little bit more and you know there's the lessons from deuteronomy 6 that just really encourages to just shape our kids worldview with godly things you know, if you boil it down, yeah. I think that's kind of what Deuteronomy 6 is saying. And I think just to have the privilege of doing that and be able to go, oh, actually, that's a really good thing, isn't it? It's just a really simple thing. Being a bit, being aware to be thankful and being conscious of, of my family, it's a really simple thing. But actually, it's it's huge. It's a, it's a, it's a huge thing and probably will be a huge thing to look, you know, to look back on. I think lockdown is going to be one of those things that you look back on and go, oh, so I did, I did these sorts of things. These were the sorts of things I did. And, you know, they really, whether they counted or not, you know, be that sort of a, be that sort of yeah. thing. That's really Yeah, helpful. I think with being around the kids, that has, that has definitely helped all that. That old Jewish tradition of, um, yeah, talking about these things when you sit in your house, yeah. when you lie down, when you rise, all of that. We're getting to do that. I'm getting to do that more because... In previous years, I'd have been away for well, sometimes like six months of the year, and you just don't get that routine of ever just being around each other more and find myself in circumstances where I go, oh, I know what you can do about that. This is a, there's a really simple biblical truth that I can tell my kids, and in telling them that, I think, oh yeah, I should be doing that. I... <laughs> yeah, how um, often? Yeah, how often? Nice. How often in your life that's going to happen where you, you kids oh, throw yeah. back the lesson on you? Mr. Looney, it's been so cool to be locked in with you. You've described yourself in many ways, and it's been, it's been so honest, and it's been super helpful. And I've never seen you as I, think, I see you as the antithesis of a cliche. To be honest, I see you as kind of unique. Oh, that's nice. I'll take that. Well, I, no, I mean, <laughs> don't want to be the cliche. No, and I, I don't think you are. But I think the overspill of your honesty has been really uh, insightful. Thank you uh, for listening to this episode of Locked In With. You've been locked in with Matt Looney and Ash Gibson. Have a great week. Thanks for listening.